Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Premier Bradwall announced he's stepping down from politics. Farm leaders say he leaves a strong legacy in rural Saskatchewan. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Rural tributes are pouring in for Premier Brad Wall. Wall announced this morning plans to retire from politics when a replacement leader is elected for the SAS party. APAS President Todd Lewis says Wall will leave a strong legacy in rural Saskatchewan. Well, I think uh, just initially it's going to take a little bit of getting used to uh, not having uh, Mr. Wall as our Premier, just getting used to that idea. He's been uh, long-serving almost 10 years, I guess, come November, and... uh, you know, for it's been a long time since we've had a, a different premier, so certainly it's going to be a change in thinking and uh, something that's going to take a little bit of getting used to. What do you see as some of his major accomplishments? Oh, I think, you know, anytime, it doesn't matter what public official, uh, you know, I, just some of the stats they talked about, Mr. Wall, this morning, you know, almost 20 years serving in the legislature and reelected a number of times down at Swift Current and certainly, uh, you know, winning three elections with the within the province and uh, so I mean just a long-serving uh, politician that's done his best uh, and really uh, dedicated is you know the better part of his uh, working career certainly in service to Saskatchewan so I mean uh, doesn't matter what political stripe you are or, or thinking uh, I mean you've got to uh, give anybody credit that serves the people of uh, the province or the country that long and it I mean really uh, you know I think we all all uh, people of all political stripes that put the time in and certainly somebody has been as successful as Mr. Wall uh, certainly uh, deserves our praise. What do you see as some of his major accomplishments for farmers? Oh I think certainly uh, rural Saskatchewan has always been strong supporters of uh, the Saskatchewan party and, and Mr. Wall and uh, I think certainly his uh, work as far as, you know, the ag programs and the support of the ag programs and uh, with the uh, negotiations of the federal government have been, have been uh, over the years, you know, exemplary. And I, I think, uh, you know, a big thing, uh, just the province's highways. I think he has a great legacy, uh, you know, with uh, over the last decade, how much uh, repaving has been done and upkeep on the highways. And and uh, it's always a never-ending job. But Certainly the highways budgets uh, continue at uh, record numbers year after year, and uh, a lot of that work's done in rural Saskatchewan. And so, I mean, I think that's uh, the infrastructure work and so on that's happened in rural Saskatchewan and and uh, the support Mr. Wall, uh, you know, he, he uh, so of current may be a city, but it's a smaller city in the province. And uh, I think generally in rural Saskatchewan, they felt that Mr. Wall had a pretty good understanding of what, what was going on in the, you know, the fields and ranches of the province. So you feel he leaves a pretty strong legacy in rural Saskatchewan? Oh, I think definitely. I don't think uh, there's any arguing that certainly the SAS party has had lots of support in the province, and uh, certainly in rural Saskatchewan, he's the party is very he the, sends lots of members to the legislature from from rural Saskatchewan, and uh, I think that you know I think overall that rural Saskatchewan has been been a big supporter of Mr. Wall, and and probably you could argue that probably vice versa, he's had rural Saskatchewan at the fore in a lot of the arguments that. Uh, that occur in Regina and so on as far as funding and, and uh, continuing to see, you know, even at the municipal level, uh, I think some of the guaranteed funding that's occurred between uh, for, for uh, things like uh, percentage of the PST and, and uh, more uh, predictable and adequate funding has been a, has been a, a ma- pretty major uh, stepping stone for, for uh, uh, funding of rural municipalities and, and rural Saskatchewan. 
Any thoughts on uh, who should succeed him? Oh, I think it's way too early to even think about that. I, I don't. I, I, w- I would wonder if maybe a lot of the Saskatchewan party members are, are uh, wondering, you know, just now. I think we'll have lots of time. Today is the day to talk about who's going to be next. I think certainly is the time to reflect on Mr. Wall and his service to the province. And I think he's done a great job for Saskatchewan. And I think certainly it's a time to. Uh, thank Mr. Wall and think about his accomplishments and there'll be lots of times for the, for the politics later on I think is going forward the, it's an interesting time that both political, major political parties in the province will be uh, will be both going through a leadership process so uh, it should be interesting times for the people that really follow, follow politics closely the next six to six to 18 months in the province will be a pretty interesting time. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS, the Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina, Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. The latest crop report says Saskatchewan farmers have combined 2% of the crop. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says much of the grain belt received rain this past week, replenishing topsoil moisture and helping to fill later seeded crops. But she says it is too late to benefit more southern areas where crops are rapidly drying down. Provincially, 2% of the crop has now been combined and 3% has been swathed or is ready to straight cut. That is right on average with our five-year average of 2% combined and 2% swathed or ready to straight cut. So certainly we are a little bit ahead of where we were last year and right on schedule from where we typically would be. What's the progress by crop? By crop, 75% of the fall rye, 31% of the winter wheat, 11% of the field peas, and 10% of the lentils have now been combined. In addition, 5% of the mustard and 1% of the canola has been swathed. Where is harvest most advanced and least advanced? Most advanced, of course, is in the southwest Southwest region, uh, where 6% of the crop has now been combined. Southeast follows with 4%, and there are producers in the east-central and west-central areas that are now in the field as well. What are you hearing about yields? Yields anywhere from average to significantly below average. Of course, that's not unexpected given what kind of tough conditions we've had this year. So anything ranging from maybe 4 to 5 bushels on lentils, for example, even up to 30, 35 bushels. So for the most part, we are expecting most yields to be average to below average. What kind of rain did we have this past week? Seems like everybody got a little bit of rain last week, uh, anywhere from trace amounts all the way up to 80 millimeters around the Turtleford area. However, we also heard that there were some heavy downpours in parts of the north, in particular around Edom, where we heard anywhere from two to three inches up to even seven inches of rain in a very small amount of time. How beneficial to crops? In some cases, it's very beneficial and it will help uh, some of those later seeded crops fill. But, of course, it's also going to give us headaches in terms of saturated soil and harvest being delayed as well. What's the topsoil moisture rating? At the moment, topsoil moisture on cropland is rated as 2% surplus, 36% adequate, 38% short, and 24% very short. On hayland and pasture, it is 2% surplus, 29% adequate, 34% short, and 35% very short. What were the main causes of crop damage this past week? Crop damage was a little bit of everything again. Some areas did see some hail damage. We did have some localized flooding, some strong winds, and of course the lack of moisture does still continue to damage crops. Producers are still actively spraying for insects such as aphids, grasshoppers, and of course we've had some outbreaks of Bertha armyworm and diamondback moth as well. When do you see harvest underway on a general basis, and when will it it wrap? 
off for another couple of weeks. Most producers have indicated that although things are rapidly advancing, there's likely going to be a bit of delay due to some of the crops, such as canola, waiting to be swathed. So hopefully most producers are out there by the end of the month, and hopefully, unlike last year, uh, we have a more successful fall, and we are wrapped up by the end of October. And you've got some numbers on hay yields. How are they looking? Hay yields are below average overall, so estimated average dryland hay yields are 1 ton per acre for alfalfa, as well as alfalfa brome grass, 0.83 tons per acre for other tame hay, and 1.5 tons per acre for green feed. On irrigated land, it is 2.3 tons per acre for alfalfa, 2 tons per acre for alfalfa brome grass, and 3.1 tons per acre for green feed. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Crops developed rapidly across Manitoba last week, according to the latest provincial crop report. Manitoba crop analyst Anastasia Kubinek says the hot weather has caused some injury in canola. With the heat from last week and previous weeks, we are starting to see some damage in the canola for, from heat blast to the flowers where we're getting blanks on the, the raceme and no pods being developed, uh, mostly towards the upper end of the raceme of the canola. Otherwise, the lower pods still seem to be doing fine. Cubanex says some crops in central Manitoba are ripening prematurely because of a lack of moisture. She says sunscald doesn't cause any damage to the crop and it is making some canola crops look riper than they really are. Cubanex's harvest has begun in winter cereals and field peas with good yields and quality reported. Cubanex's spring cereals still have a little way to go yet. She expects farmers will start harvesting their spring cereals over the next couple of weeks across Manitoba. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola gained six twenty at four eighty five eighty four. Oats rose five dollars two cents at one seventy fifty one. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar thirty seven at two eighty one ninety one. The rest were unchanged. Durham two ninety three seventy seven. Feed barley one fifty twenty nine. Flax four twenty one twenty five. Yellow peas two eighty eight fifty four. Feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is up three and a half cents at seven thirty seven and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two fifty three fifty eight or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for August 9th. Assiniboia did not have a sale this week. It was Weyburn's turn. I was at the sale and they had around 300 head. The market is up a couple cents from last week as your D1 and D2 cows sold from 93 cents to $1.03 a pound. D3 cows sold from 83 cents to 93 Tanner cows sold from 30 cents to 50. Hepperettes sold from $1.20 to $1.40. Slaughter bulls from $1.15 to $1.35 a pound. We did not have enough yearlings to establish an accurate price quotation, but what we did have at the sale sold well. For any more market information, give me, Brady Olson, a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,500 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 187 to 193 per CKG. 
Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling a range of 187 to 193 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 149.91 to 158.73 per CKG live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is steady, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 20 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2705. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.59 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are seeing continued weakness, reflecting the lower trend in the wholesale pork trade. Daily hog slaughter has been averaging 445,000 hogs, approximately 10,000 head larger than at this time last year. Lean hog futures have been discounting the fall and winter time frame from the cash market compared to recent years, reflecting this commonly held market view. Producers looking for more protection in the October to February time frame should view current forward prices as fair market value, giving them forecast for ample supply and the fact that they are trading in the middle of their two-month trading range. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. Official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM Farm Weather Forecast for today. Sunny skies becoming a mix of sun and cloud this afternoon. The high 25 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, the low 12. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, 30%. Chance of showers in the afternoon with risk of a thunderstorm, the high 26. Chance of evening showers tomorrow night and the low of 10 degrees. Saturday, sunny, the high 23, the low 11. Sunday, sunny, the high 26, the low 13. Monday, sunny, the high 26, the low 14. Tuesday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of showers, the high 23, the low 14. Wednesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 24. Normal high is 25, the normal low is 10. The sun rose at 5.40 this morning. It sets at 8.28 tonight. On the roundup, Estevan 22, Saskatoon 24, Swift Current 23, Weyburn 21, Yorkton is 22. In Regina, part the cloudy, 21, that's 70 Fahrenheit, west-southwest at 5. Humidity 45%, barometer dropping 102.4. Part to cloudy, Moose Jaw 23, Windsor from the southeast at 11. Once again, Regina, part to cloudy and 21, that's 70 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.